0: Uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Rob Henderson, and we are here to talk about uh, White Lotus season two, episodes one through four. Um, that's all the episodes that have been so far. Uh, so, Rob, we did uh, we did season one uh, a year or so ago, or maybe two years ago. Who knows? Um, what, what do you what do you uh, what do you think of this of this season? So well, we far? saw
1: last year. It was last summer. I remember it was. I mean, I, I last summer it was it was uh, it was fitting because the the show took place during the summer, right? When the cast was on vacation, the characters in the show. This one it feels a little uh-huh. weird because now it's it's winter. I mean, it's it's definitely winter here over here in Cambridge, England. So it's it feels like some, something's off about like watching a show about people vacationing in the summertime in Italy when it's you know November, but. Um, I you don't think know. The news- warm in Italy.
0: What if you go to what? If, it could be winter in their universe too.
1: It's Sicily, uh, right? It's always warm, isn't it? I don't. Is it? Is it? I, well, I think it, they, they the, there is like. A, I mean, who's who's vacationing in Italy in November, right? Like, I think it's meant to be like summertime. That kind of that kind of vibe. I'm anyway, in Cal- I'm
0: in California. I mean, and it's I'm used to it being very. You know, I'm used to it being seventy degrees in in winter. Uh so it's not. It's yeah. It's not that strange to me.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I assume that like, this is, this is like a summertime kind of TV series of like people on vacation that, yeah, I We're
0: mean, during during Christmas. I mean, these are, uh, these are wealthy people. A lot of them are wealthy. So what's that? That's, fat name that's name?
1: true.
0: She's supposed to be like a billionaire, a ha- an heiress of some kind. And then the tech oh, bro, yeah. like, yeah. And then the tech bro, he supposedly, you know, those guys apparently cashed out. And so it's, it doesn't seem like it was like a summer vacation for them. It seems like they just cashed out somehow. Or the I mean, event, well, the,
1: well yeah. I, I don't know why, why. Because now I'm thinking the first show takes the first season takes place in Hawaii, and yeah. I would imagine yeah, probably Hawaii is also nice all year round. So yeah. for some reason, yeah, maybe just because it came out in the summer last year, that this felt like a summer yeah. show. Um, yeah, I
0: never, I never had that.
1: Yeah, that was the feeling I had, but the show itself seems fine uh season two yeah i think it's 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 good i think it lives up to the the first season it doesn't have the uh at least so far four episodes in it doesn't have the sophomore slump it doesn't have the curse of trying to you know trying to to be bigger and better than than what it was before or uh you know no so far no no signs of of flagging so what did you think
0: so first few episodes i was really excited um I thought that the characters were compelling. I love this this woman, uh, uh, Audrey. Is her there name what's her What's her name? Uh, the the, the uh, Ethan's wife, the neurotic one. What's Ethan's her name? Ethan's
1: wife. Uh, well, so her her real name is Aubrey Plaza, but in the show she's oh, okay. Harper. Harper, Harper. Harper. Harper is That's her name. Obvious. Yes.
0: Yeah, the actor's name. Yeah, Harper. So she is uh, she's beautiful. Who do you think is prettier, the finance bro's wife or Ethan's or Ethan's wife, Daphne or uh, Harper?
1: Daphne. Uh, so, so Daphne is uh, Cameron's wife, right? The other couple that they're vacationing yeah. with. Daphne or uh, Harper. I mean, I liked. <laughs> maybe this is me showing some uh, some what like like uh, ageism slash misogyny something. So, but I remember I, I really liked Aubrey Plaza. I thought she was really pretty in Parks and Rec. But that was you know that show is like ten years old. Uh, so uh, she's you know she's showing signs of age. Um, so I think now I would have to say Daphne or whatever the actress's name is, but Daphne in the show, I think is actually more attractive now. Than,
0: huh, uh, I'll, than wow. Harper's I'll be 38. See, I have, I don't have an earlier, I never watched parks and Rec, so I don't have an earlier version to, to compare to. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, I, so, I, she's
1: I, I so 10 years ago, she was 28. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's like, you know, roughly, you know, she's a little, a little, younger, but yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. So she was, yeah, I liked her a lot in that show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I like her as an actress. I think she's, she's doing, like, acting-wise, I think she's, you know, among the, yeah. the, the, four, you know, the four people who comprise those two couples, she's definitely the, the most interesting of those four.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so I thought she was very compelling. I, I thought the characters were interesting, these three generations of Italian men. The last few episodes, though, um, I think it's become too similar to season one. Um, it has this storyline. So when they all go to the Godfather thing, and then like the st- you know there's this young wokester who's like talking to the adults and like lecturing them, right? And so we had this with those two, you know, those two mean girls last uh, last season. Um, and this season we have uh, what's the what's the young guy's name from Stanford? Um, Albie. Here's Alfie or whatever. Yeah, Alfie. Albie. And he, yeah, he has that scene with the Godfather. He's like, oh, the Godfather. Alfie
1: albie with a b B i think it's short for maybe maybe short for al oh you know no i think it is it's short for albert because the the grandfather's name is bert um so albie yeah albie from from well he you know he went to college nearby san francisco and then he wants them to ask oh where and then he says stanford
0: Uh uh-huh uh Mm -hmm. yeah and you know so like and you had him with that one scene in the godfather he's like oh the godfather I took you know I took a class at Stanford and oh that was patriarchy and men used violence and their women didn't ask much was and then the grandpa's like now we used to respect elders now we're so embarrassing it reminded me of that scene in the first uh, season where the father is like when did I become the bad guy the white male do you re- do you remember this
1: I and remember just so- yeah.
0: It, it's it's just like the exact well, same thing.
1: Like I, I thought that the um, I thought what the grandfather said, Bert was was more interesting in that he actually the the, the exact quote was something like, uh, "We used to honor the elderly and now we shun them because they remind us of an ugly past." Yeah, I that's the that same was like, thing. It was, but that that was more person. interesting.
0: That was yeah, more interesting <laughs>
1: though than what uh, the 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 dopey dad like you know like the dad last season was. I don't know. He wasn't a you know. We, nothing he said to me was particularly profound. Maybe because Burn uh-huh. is an like like actually a member of the older generation, but he's also you know he himself is like not a an impressive man, right? Like the show implies that he was very you know he was unfaithful to his wife, and he's kind of like telling his son the uh, Dominic the 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 Michael Imperioli character like you know hey you cheated whatever apologize what's the big deal like. You know, so so he's not like a great character, but at least that line was interesting, more interesting than than last season. I agree, though, that like the themes are are similar, right? Like the 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 sort of like the general vibe and the theme. Well, I remember last year we talked about Andrew Sullivan's uh, article about how you know, like this show the, the indicates yeah. like wokeness is is waning. Do you think that this second season is? Also, like, sort of in line with that idea of of wokeness on the decline?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's the same. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, I feel like... It represents the anti wokeness becoming stale. So, like, so, you know, when you start like being anti woke, you sort of get into all these things. And then to me, it, it gets very old. So, I'm just like sort of sick of like anti wokeness. I'm sick of like critiques of wokeness just in like articles and stuff. And to me, the fact that this is like so similar shows like, okay, you can critique it. You can critique it once. But if you just, if you make like, if you make focusing on it too, you know, two, I wish they would have. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's not so much that it's overwhelming. Like there's not much of it in the uh in the the ma- what I see as the main storyline, which I don't know if it's the main storyline, it's the uh you know the, the the tech bros. Um you know, whatever. in the other storyline at least. But you know, in other ways it's also similar too, in that the um okay, so you have Tanya again, like with her problems, but then you have um you have the, the hotel uh manager, and in the first season it was like this neurotic guy who was gay. This season, it appears that the it, you see the lesbianism coming out. You see the 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 oh, yeah. uh, what's the what's the uh, hotel uh, uh, Valentina. Uh, valentina yes so she seems to have a crush on isabella and it's like our employee and she's like trying to hit on her and it's it's it's, it's also the same i mean we had that just with a, a male version um
1: in season, yeah, in but season one I, I think there, you know there are still interesting twists uh i mean armand but, in season one like you can like it, it depicts the sort of to be it sort of like revealed the difference between like gay male versus lesbian culture where like you know Armand when he's trying to seduce his employee is like you know I'll give you whatever shifts you want and then like smash cut to him like literally eating the kid's ass and then like this this season with Valentina and Isabella she like buys her like some I don't know what is it like a little piece of jewelry or something I don't know whatever they call those things um and like pins it on her shirt and was like very being very sweet and polite to her <laughs> i was like yeah this is you know i mean it's it's an honest portrayal i think of like how men versus women think um but i i, I mean is there is there like, like how much flexibility is there to i don't know to have different themes or to pick different kinds of characters and plots within the universe of white lotus where it's well, like you I know rich people was- on vacation
0: Yeah. Well, I thought in the first, I mean, I thought that, yeah, I mean, but I think you, I mean, you can do it. Did you ever see a show on HBO, which is really good? It's even more restricted than this called Room 104.
1: I've, yeah, I've never seen it.
0: Okay. So it's every single episode. It's like a half hour show. I don't know if it got canceled or it's still on, but every single episode was just within a motel room, Room 104. And it would, it, it would not be, you would not leave the motel room. It would just be somebody would come in the motel room and stuff would happen. And it never got repetitive. I, I saw, you know, dozens of episodes, right? Um, and so, you know, you, 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 there's a lot you can do with a very restricted range. Like I thought the first episode would be more about, and it's still going to be about this, more about aging. Like he, you know, he tries to flirt with Isabella, you know, the, the grandfather Bert, you know, he farts. Uh, they're embarrassed by him, right? So this is like, this could be a different thing than like the woke thing right where it could be just like age and you know it's like it was actually going in an interesting direction because they're so disgusted with him like oh i could still get her he's like oh i could still get erections and they're like ew and they're just like you know they're just like sort of denigrating the elderly which is like a you know a thing that we do um and then the but then the woke is like it's own thing which is just like sort of a repeat of last season and it's sort of intertwined uh with this so yeah i do think there are you know the human human experiences are, are infinite like the the, the cameron the Cameron Ethan, you know, uh, tech guys, you know, the, the sort of the alpha in the relationship and the guy who's a little bit more passive and their and their two kinds of wives. I think that's, you know, that's something new that I don't think is has a direct analogue to last season. So I do I do think that you well, can you could I think yeah. Yeah, well I
1: don't see a lot of like I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the wokeness to me is I mean it was definitely much more prominent last season. Probably because, like, it was just you know that was like sort of in in vogue more so in vogue last uh, last year over the last couple of years. This one, I think it's it's a bit more subtle, and it's mostly just the Albie character who's who's woke right. Yeah. Like like even the other Gen Z character, um, Portia, right, uh, Tanya's assistant, the one who oh. he has like his uh, his crush on. Even she's like not really. Um, Like she doesn't really show any signs of, I mean, she even like, I mean, I guess the one thing she said, which was kind of funny was um, when she's explaining to Tanya why she wants to hang out with Albie is like, you know, he went to Stanford and he's, he's not non-binary, which was, you know, so she knows the lingo of wokeness, but she's like not into it really. Um, So I think Albie, but it's uh, interesting because Albie is like a, he's probably the most like morally righteous character of all of the others you know of the the cast on the show but he's also you know at least he he tries to be woke my guess is though with with the albie character by the end of the season he's either going to be dead or not woke (laughs) so yeah
0: well uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is i mean this is interesting so yeah the um yeah his failures with with porsche first of all porsche is not is not you know, it's not very attractive. I mean, I think that he's like, you know, if he wasn't <laughs> such a beta, like his, mar- his market value would be, I think higher than hers. But the fact that he has such a woke beta, I think like reduces him to like, you know, following her around. Um, and so, yeah, he's, you know, he's got this. Um, yeah. So, the, so what they're doing here, this is also, a, you know, this is anti-woke without being too explicit about it. This is sort of like another thing, like women do not like men who are just wimps, who are like, you know, feminist. Like, oh, can I, can yeah. I kiss you? Oh, is it okay? I just don't want to ever make you feel uncomfortable. And he just blows it. Can him. I and could this, come? This, can Can I come? Uh, he was, asks. Was he asks that.
1: I mean, you don't remember that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah with, uh, uh, Lucia. Uh, I
0: didn't like the fact that I'll be, I didn't like the fact that I'll be got, got lucky in the end. I don't think he deserves it. I think he should, he should, <laughs> steal he should uh, reflect on how much he sucks for a while. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, and then this British guy who's just like you know who just these British guys who just talk and like you know, these English guys who just talk and like you know you can't even understand what they're saying. But he just you know comes up and he just you know swoops her off her feet just because he's you know muscular and aggressive and he says ah you know you come to my room you know just very explicit. Um, and yeah, this is this is a lesson. I mean, this is I think uh, you know realistic sort of portrayal of how these. I loved. I mean, I loved. I don't know. I really hate. I really hate. uh I really hate Albie. So I, I like what he yeah. went up to the what he went up to the thing and he's like, you know, I I'm, I'm sa- saving a seat for you. It, it's right there. I thought it was a little much. I don't know if like a guy would be that unself-aware, but yeah, I think guys often are are that unself-aware. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's
1: young too. I mean, it's not clear exactly how old he is, but he's like not that far out of I mean, he's still talking about where he went to college, indicating like that's like his one thing that he can boast about uh to girls and to people right so he's probably like 24 or something so like yeah he's probably a little unsure of himself still trying to like figure out who he is and like build some confidence that he's been to some extent indoctrinated with um you know political correctness and so yeah that makes like he needed like asking every step of the way whether yeah. he can kiss her whether he could you know and, and then like you know porsche clearly like wants to invite him in or ask him to invite her to the room when they first start like the first night when they have dinner together and she basically like tells him what kind of guy she's in like everything about porsche makes perfect sense and albie is like refusing to see it too right when they have dinner together uh you know albie says like you know he's a nice guy he's not always so whatever like uh attracted to girls or, or attractive to girls and then porsche basically says she wants a guy who's like you know, basically, like not particularly uh, politically aware, who like doesn't know what's going on, who's just like you know, kind of dib. And, and, and Albie says, "Like, so you want a caveman?" Mm-hmm. And Portia was like, "Yeah, basically." And yeah. you hear her on her phone with her friend in a different episode, say she wanted to get thrown around by some hot Italian guy. And so, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice, it's, it's it's refreshing, I think, to have a show that's just like very honest about like what happens to guys when they listen too closely, too carefully to uh, politically trendy ideas yeah. versus what like young women actually prefer. Um, yeah. So she yeah. goes and hooks up with this, uh, this British guy. And yeah. well, I find it really interesting. The scene where they're at the bar and um and Portia is sitting with uh Jack Jack's the, the British guy's name his name is Jack so they're like kind of flirty with each other and then across the bar Albie's hanging out with Lucia who's like you know yeah I, I agree with you that was like that, he got a little too lucky there uh but the show needed that to happen I guess to make it interesting and uh and like Portia is like clearly attracted to Jack but like feels bad that she suddenly rejected Albie and you know, Jack basically invites her to do what she wanted to do all along, which was to like kiss him and and to go off to his room, um, and and yeah, Lucia on the other side is like, don't let them win, you know, like don't let that, don't don't let them get to you, and starts kissing Albie, and yeah, the whole dynamic between them, I mean, it was yeah, it was just like a very honest portrayal of what happens, uh, and I, I'm not sure I've seen like many other recent shows anyway that have that have been so so honest about this.
0: Well, especially have like you seen this Girls? Me Too
1: era. Um, yeah, well, but Girls is kind of old now, especially the earlier seasons, right? Like, that's that's like pre-Me yeah. Me Too era. Yeah, that,
0: that was very, that was brutally honest. I think Ross Duthat once said that uh, Lena Dunham was like a conservative performance artist. Like, thought that, like, <laughs> show was like the most right wing show on TV, despite her liberal, uh, you know, her sort of, you know, her sort of her liberal politics. But yeah, I never saw
1: the full, uh, series of girls. I only watched like the first two or three seasons. And I remember I thought it was interesting. But yeah, maybe maybe I'll have to revisit it sometime. Um, y- y- yeah. So I don't,
0: I don't know. Almost, yeah. I don't know. Have they been realistic in recent? I, I haven't watched like there's not a lot of shows I watch that portray, you know, uh, young people, you know, courtship. I, so I, I don't know, like what's been on tv since uh since girls really um but yeah i i like you know so i i i think the 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 ethan and cameron thing i think is the most interesting um the and i like the way that i like the one reason i like the harper character is that it's the way that sort of her politics is integrated into her story is very sort of, you know, it's subtle and it's sort of underneath. It's it, it's not like she's going there and she's, like, lecturing, like, oh, you're a white male, like the way that Al- Albie does with uh, uh, his grandparents. It's more like she just has a general attitude towards life. She's, you know, as our friend Zach shows, you know, she's one of these neurotic liberal white women, right, who is just always angry, always, you know, unhappy. Passing. I, I always thinking that like, you know, always like, you know, she's saying it's like the world that's making her miserable, but you know, she's, she's miserable for her, for her own reasons. Um, and then, you know, uh, like the books, we talked about the books they read last season. So one book she was reading, did you, did you see which book she was reading? I did not. It was, it was, it was something like, it was, I forgot the title, but it was like the story of like Trump's, uh, uh border <laughs> separation and uh, policy. Oh, right. And, mm. um, the, uh, and, and sort of you know the the ch- children who got lost or something, um and uh, yeah, so so there's th- there's that you know she's like oh you know it's like you know how who can have kids with all that's going on everything that's
1: like, going on in the world yeah they're like yeah. what she's like
0: everything
1: <laughs> yeah she judges them right she judges Cameron and Daphne for like you know they say that they don't watch the news and then later. Harper and Ethan, you know she she says like what do they do? Like if they're not watching the news and like keeping up with what's going on, what do they Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, she she is like yeah, one of these neurotic. Well, I mean uh, yeah, like she
0: and she's a civil she, rights lawyer too.
1: Oh, right. Well, okay, so so she and Ethan were talking like privately in their bedroom after their I think their first or their second interaction or scene with uh with Cameron and um Daphne and Ethan basically like Implies that Daphne and Cameron are conservatives, or at least like you know non woke liberals or something. When he says, cool. "Uh, you know, like like so so so," um, Harper's going off about how oh they don't keep up with the news and they're having kids and this and that. And then Ethan's like, "Isn't it nice to have some diverse friends?" And uh, it, it is kind of an interesting word to use for like two rich white you know two rich white people, they're white couple friends. Like yeah, they're they, you know have some diverse friends, and I think it was meant to apply, like politically diverse. And then um. And then Harper it, replies... It's,
0: it's, it's apolitical. Apolitical, kind of
1: yeah. Which is like, yeah, yeah. So so apolitical. Yeah, I guess. that And so then Harper replies, um, you know, I think we're their diverse friends. We're their, like, white passing friends. And so Harper has, like, her own... I've seen this happen, so I, my guess is that Harper is intended to be half. I think she is like half Puerto Rican, right? At least no, they they
0: explicitly she they talk about have a whole scene where they talk about oh I have you have family in Puerto Rico. It's like yeah, so, so maybe she's I think she's Puerto
1: half. God. She's got to be half because her name is Harper and like no like yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. They,
0: they say they say they say I think they say she's half. Yeah,
1: yeah. So but so Ethan so
0: is, uh, Ethan's a uh, you know half Asian.
1: Half Asian, uh, yeah. So, well, well, I've seen this, like, so Harper, her, like, so reading that book about Trump and the border separation and her, like, being, like, politically aware, being a civil rights lawyer, like, she just, she's, like, she's very, she fits very much into, like, this kind of archetype of, like, someone who feels, like, a weird, they have, like, a weird guilt complex about, like, being an ethnic minority but having no connection with it and, like, trying to overcompensate with their politics. And at least that's, like, the, the kind of vibe, like, because I saw this a lot. I've seen this a lot among, like, graduates of elite universities who have like a very whitewashed like name and vibe and appearance, but then they like very much play it up. I mean, there's, this is like a running joke about like how a lot of the, a lot of the like black and Hispanic activists are actually like very fair skinned, mm-hmm. like for, like yeah. kind of, kind of play up their, their, their ethnic minority status. And I think like Harper fits that pretty well. Whereas Ethan just seems like he's not particularly happy I'm not really sure what the deal is. I mean, he and Harper, I don't think they've been shown having sex at all on this vacation. Whereas yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to up.
0: seduce him and he's like not interested, right? He's going out on his jog. And, and then watches porn. In.
1: He comes back from his jog and watches porn and uh, and you see yeah, Cam- uh, Cam- uh, yeah, Cameron and Daphne hook up. You know, they have sex and then you know Cameron hooks up with the with the prostitutes. <laughs> and uh and ethan something's going on with him where um he doesn't seem that interested in harper and yeah what do you yeah. think's going on with ethan why isn't he interested in harper and w- when she tries to seduce him and yeah watches yeah this is, I mean, this is
0: yeah this is this he's is one of
1: the- because i you know the porn scene he was watching on his computer that was straight porn no. so he's not gay something else yeah. is i happening. mean they've
0: had sex before i assume um they're married. Um, he, uh, you know, they, and he tries to give a reason like, Oh, you know, in the morning I wake up in the morning and she, you know, she likes the nighttime and, and like, then she wakes up. She, she, waits for him after his jog and then he's like, Hey, what are you doing? So yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Right. And so this is one of the more interesting storylines. I think she's just like, she's not, a. I mean, she, her personality is awful. Like, and you know, and it, I, I feel for her because she seems to be trying. Um, she seems to be trying like she wants to be fun and outgoing and like personable she tries to you know uh, be sexy for uh, for him when he comes home and to, to, you know to, to have you know some kind of spont for spontaneity um, in their love life um but it's not it's not her she still like needs to like you know it's not like something she could just turn off like the the I, her being a neurotic liberal white woman is just very deeply entwined in her character, and you know maybe she could change, but it's it's like you know it, I, I like this character because she's she wants to change, like she sees there's something she's critical of others, but she also see, senses very deeply that there's something wrong with her and sort of everything about her, and mm-hmm. you know there's something you know she's trying to she's trying to change it like very consciously.
1: Yeah, well, she tries to change it initially, I think, just because she wants, she wants Ethan's approval. She, she clearly cares about Ethan and, you know, like she calls him, like, remember, like the, I think it was the latest or the, yeah, the latest episode where, um, Daphne basically like reveals that Cameron is cheating and like, they're not particularly as happy as they look. And Harper likes Ethan, right? She she clearly is uh, has great affection for him. She calls him on the phone and was like, you know, gossiping and telling him everything. And so they so she wants them to have that kind of relationship. Ethan seems very distant, um, and yeah, so there's something going on with 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 Ethan's, you know, something. Yeah, may, maybe it is because of Harper and well, just may, being maybe like a Ethan kind of unpleasant just got- person.
0: Well, Ethan just got rich, right? Maybe is, that's the story. That he did he just sell his company or, or something? And yeah. Maybe you know, men get rich and then they lose interest in the wives that they had before. They yeah, but then I wonder he's if not- she's older because Ethan is Ethan. I think is supposed to be younger than her. I don't know. Like I, I didn't assume Harper was thirty eight. <laughs> let's say let's say she's thirty eight in the show. And maybe yeah. this was like a compromise. He had to marry because he was sort of a beta. You know, he's, he's not a very, you know, he's like very in shape and uh, very good looking, but you know, not a sort of outgoing uh, kind of guy. And so maybe like his compromise was he had to marry a woman who was pretty, but past her prime. Yeah. Um, and now he's yeah, um, you know he's 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 in a much better market position, he, and he obviously just doesn't want to dump her right away. He he doesn't want to cheat on her. He refrains. He resists yeah, temptation. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say he doesn't he doesn't uh, pursue yeah. anything yeah. with Lucia and uh, uh, Mia. Yeah, I think he's,
0: he's not consciously so trying. He's to,
1: not. Yeah, but maybe some part of him is is withdrawing his interest. Um, yeah. It, well, one thing I I don't really like about this show is it falls into this trope. Of like the the happy couple is actually secretly unhappy, and the unhappy couple is actually like better than the happy couple and you so like from the first episode, the first two episodes, Daphne and Cameron actually do appear to have like this storybook perfect family and relationship where you know like like Harper and Ethan are overhearing them laugh and have fun, and he 's like tickling daphne you know Cameron 's tickling Daphne and they 're having sex, and they 're just having like a very like what like a wholesome romantic marriage and um and they have kids and they it just seems like they're 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 okay with each other and then daphne is like or not uh harper is just very suspicious right like this is performative it's a front like she uses different she says this multiple times like something's going on there's this this can't be possibly real and at first i was like you know where are they going with this like it would be very interesting if actually like Harper is just so cynical that she can't accept that people can be happy like this because she's so preoccupied with politics and the news of the day and the political sound bites. Uh, but no, like they they actually do show this where um, like you know the seemingly happy couple, you know, they can't possibly really. Oh, this is like a trope as old as like at least as old as American Beauty, where you know, oh, they seem happy this family, but actually, you know, the the, the wife is, uh, uh, you know, she's a long suffering housewife who's putting up with her cheating husband who's actually like not that that caring and they play these games with each other. Um whereas I guess uh, uh Harper and Ethan are not actually super happy, right? 'Cause cause because uh, Ethan's because they're not having sex. Uh and, and and now Harper suspects something is going on with uh the rapper that she yeah. found.
0: Although I, I, I yeah, that's uh you know that's that's interesting. I don't think actually um but I, I don't think I don't I think it's too simplistic to say that their relationship is fake. I mean, when they're tickling each other and when they're when they're having sex, they really are happy. And you know, you want to compare relationships. I mean, they're able to be intimate with each other, while Ethan and uh, and Harper, you know, have have problems with that. Um, and it seems like they've made some compromises. It seems like the Daphne is, you know, Cameron just seems, you know, he's, he's on top of the world. I mean, it doesn't seem like he's unhappy in any way. Um, he's just cheating on his wife and he's, you know, enjoying himself. Daphne, you know, you could say maybe she's, she seems unhappy. She still seems happier than Harper. You know, there's, there's, it's sort of like her life is like good, but there's like some dark clouds like within, like anyone's life. It's like, you know, it's like not perfect. It's like, you know, it's good. You're happy most of the time, but there is like some aspect of your relationship or some aspect of your life that, that is dark and you don't like to think about it. And if you dwell on it, you become unhappy. So I, I, you know, it's, 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 it's complex. It's not, it's not like, Harper is completely right about them. I don't think um, you know. I think it, that's,
1: a, that's an accurate interpretation. I think, like realistically, but I think the show, like, it kind of vindicates Harper's view, right? Like, it's like, oh, Harper's had these suspicions all along, and then Daphne, well, I mean, know, it was reveals, it being par- you know? I mean,
0: it ended up being partly true, but I don't think like the show is showing us that it's like anywhere near completely true. I mean, they still have a real relationship, but they still. Care about each other. And, you know, Daphne's, Daphne's, ha- I think Daphne's happy. I mean, I don't, I don't think she's, she's sad. I mean, I think, they, well, I think she is
1: probably happier than Harper, but, you know, it did like, it did take this position of like, yeah, they're, they're not as happy as they, they appear to be. And yeah, they're, pl- what, well, they were playing those games with each other where, uh, uh, Daphne wanted to, to take Harper and, and go spend the night somewhere. And then in response, Cameron gets, you know, gets, gets perturbed and, and cheats. And, you know, there, so, there oh. is a
0: more, there is a more right, you know, right-wing interpretation of all of this. It's like men should cheat, and they should just hide it from their wives. And like,
1: right- is this right wing? I thought conservatives yeah. were, uh, well, you know, are not.
0: Yeah, that's you yeah, know, cool marriage. Ca-
1: no, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Catholic versus Nietzschean. I, I, didn't,
0: right. I didn't say conservative. I said yeah, right wing. You have this poll. You have this like right left. You have secular, and you have uh, you have sort of Darwin. You have, some people call it pagan. You Nietzschean, and then you have the, the, Christian,
1: right? So the, this the is Nietzschean right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, there could be
0: a right wing Nietzschean interpretation, which is like, look, Bert. You know, wife, he was happy with, like, you know, she died. He was sad when his wife died. They had a relationship and they had kids and they lived the full life. Cameron, his wife is lucky. You know, she has children. She has, uh, uh, she gets to spend money on whoever she, whatever she wants. Um, you know, he cheats on, he sometimes takes liberties with prostitutes when, when she's away. This guy, Mike, uh, uh, uh this guy, uh, who's the who's the Mike only? Uh, what's his name? The ca- character Dominic. Dominic. Uh, so he's like, I don't know, he's like trying, he's like in the halfway house. So you have Bert, who's like, you know, completely like doesn't care, loves the godfather, doesn't, you know, doesn't take women seriously. You have uh Albie, who's just like beta who's just like, Ooh, can I kiss you? And then you have Dominic who like cheats on his uh wife, but then it like is like you he's know, guilty sort of about uh, it. Yeah, guilty about it. I mean doesn't doesn't he gets caught and things, you know, uh get bad. And it's like like the happiness if you're going to rank their happiness, the happiness was Bert. And then like he gets, uh, I think Dominic is probably in second place. And then probably Albie is probably, maybe, I don't know if Dominic or Albie, I mean, they're both, you know, they're neck and neck for being happy. young too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't
1: know if that's like, maybe, I don't know if that's the right, because, you know, there is that scene where Dominic is on the phone with his wife and she's just like screaming at him. And he keeps, like, trying, and, and apparently this has happened before, at least, like, the conversations that Dominic has with his son, Albie, where, you know, like, apparently this has been, like, a re- repeated pattern in, in their family where, where Dominic cheats and then the wife gets mad and eventually forgives him. But it sounds like this time, because she was supposed to go on the trip with them, it's my understanding, she has, so, so Dominic's wife and his daughter were both supposed to go, but both of them, after his latest, um, in, you know, romantic indiscretion, decided not to go. And so Dominic is clearly, like, unhappy and trying to, to, to find his way out of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, it, the show could have this, um, maybe. Because in the very first episode, when when Lucia and Mia, the, the two prostitutes, see the families arriving, uh they say wh- I think it was uh, well. One of them, one of them said, uh, "Oh look, like some of them have brought their wives," and the other prostitutes like, "Oh, men are so disappointing, right? Like bringing their wives, like they shouldn't be doing this." Mm-hmm. You know, it was meant to like a tongue-in-cheek remark, but but perhaps uh, you know, perhaps you, you know, if you, it could also be interpreted as like you know, maybe uh, maybe that's what keeps uh, you know keeps relationships going is uh, you know, these yeah. uh, prostitutes indiscretions
0: prostitutes. without Ethan anyone knowing, have- I think. Yeah. Ethan doesn't have that's prostitutes and he can't even have sex with his wife. He's just retreated into porn. If he was, maybe if he was, you know, got some variety. I mean, I think the, 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 there's a, you know, if you're looking at sort of like who's happy and who's having of more uh, you know, sort of,
1: like to her happier, which is actually, yeah. Uh, I, well, maybe the women are not, part- well, Harper's not happy either, but her, that's because she's not yeah. actually having sex with her husband or is he, are, are Ethan and Harper, they're married? I, I believe or Are they just so, yeah. dating or in no, a I committed I relationship? Married.
0: Yeah, I believe I believe they're still, they're married. Um, okay.
1: All right. But I'm not Okay. I'm not yeah. Sure. That's an interesting point though. The happiest men in the show, definitely among the men, uh, Bert, uh, the unapologetic cheater, and Cameron, who is like also pretty unapologetic uh they're the happiest yeah. and then you have yeah. Yeah, dominic Albi. and uh well in and, the godfather uh,
0: discussion Dom, dominic says this you know Albi's like you were taught to like want these things He's like no they make these movies and men like them because that's the way men men are right it's made very uh explicit there and i think that cameron even has like a ha, talks a little like this i forget exactly what he said but something about men being you know naturally uh inclined doing that stuff that night when him and uh when him and ethan were were out drinking um, and yeah, the people who are, yeah, like even if you think back to last season, the father who's, you know, I was like, oh, I'm a white male. He doesn't cheat, but he's like emasculated. He is life. I mean, that guy, I felt bad for that guy. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think what other I'm trying to think of the other characters. Yeah, that, that other guy, he uh the the douchey Cornell guy. Um <laughs> yeah. I I forget what happened season at the end of season one, but spoilers for anyone. Rob remind me, did did the douchey Cornell guy, did the wife the wife the wife stayed with him or not?
1: I think she did. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure she she stayed with him. I think of she was going to dump him, but then last minute decided to stay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and I think this is yeah. this is also sort of a... Yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah, that was so interesting because you thought it was leading up to her There's no. Uh,
1: I was worried that um that Cameron was going to be a like a clone of the douchey Cornell. I think his name was Tom. Could be getting that wrong, but like basically just like that character again. But no, it's nice to see that like, okay, they 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 superficially may look similar. Um, but actually they there they're are they are different characters. And, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a successful
0: no like investor right I mean this douchey guy uh, I think didn't do anything he was just sort of yeah, with rich parent
1: there's no there's no like douchey white guy to hate on in this like there's no one who's who's overtly is there like are there any like like that that character in last season right like he like there's you know not much to like about him this season I don't think there's anyone like that where like you know you're you know that you're intended to 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 detest them in some way I think they're I all think they're just sympathetic
0: I think you're supposed to dislike, I don't know, uh, maybe Cameron I mean, I, I don't know if you're supposed to, he's got more
1: ah.
0: like, well, you know in the Nietzschean sense, he's good um, if in the non-Nietzschean <laughs> sense like, what well, what is good about him? He cheats on his wife he's, you know, he, he doesn't care about society. Isn't he, he, just, isn't you know, he like, a like a
1: relatively like, loving husband, right? He takes care of his kids it sounds like, you know di- di- I don't know, yeah. they, they they managed to make it work you know, they appear to be happier anyway than Ethan and Harper Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't feel I didn't hate him. Well, one thing I didn't like was that he, you know, he was like trying to like push Ethan into cheating, which was like, you know, morally (laughs) fraught but but i mean i don't know i don't like I, I don't feel like the same level of of negativity toward him as i did towards because the, you're a the character you,
0: last you dislike the other guy because he's unsuc- he's not successful or like you know cool and you you like this guy more but i think into a to Christ- christian morality i think there i think this guy is worse because you know the other guy didn't cheat like as far as we know um oh by the way what was the, so the other thing where it makes explicit when uh when uh uh, uh, Bert tells uh, Dominic, um, "It's not the cheating; it's being sloppy and getting caught." I mean, he says this explicitly, right? It's like showing your disrespect to her by by uh, getting caught doing it. Uh, so this is like sort of like maybe it's like the, um, you know, it's like that scene where the show tells you like what it's about, right? There's always sort of there's often something like this. In the uh, I love the. Um, I love this. I don't know. If, I think we probably talked about this about the Sopranos when, uh, you know, ironically, Mike Imperioli uh, uh, was be talking to a Polly and and when, like uh, um, Chris was, uh, you know, he was uh, trying to talking about a character's arc. He's like, what's my arc? And then Paul gives his Polly gives this big speech like this is not the movies. You know, I was born. I'm here and I die. There's no arc. And you think yeah, that's yeah. like that's the Sopranos, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, a speech that just got Sopranos down to its essence. There was no, there was no art. These characters sort of who were, were who they were.
1: Yeah, uh, but yeah. That's, that's a good point. And yeah, so was, this is yeah.
0: this is and so the the, the lust So that's the lesson of Sopranos. Lesson of this is men should cheat and should be good at it and not get caught. I think.
1: Is that the lesson? Well. Or I mean, well, well, okay. So we can we can get into the 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 sort of the the interesting cliffhanger of the the most recent episode where, so, so right. So Daphne and Harper go off on their little girls' trip to stay in some house overnight or some villa, and uh, and then Cameron and and Ethan go jet skiing. Then they party, they get drunk, and they meet Lucia and Mia, the two. Uh, very attractive Italian prostitutes who, you know, kind of seduce them. And then, uh, yeah, Cabaret hooks up with both of them, I think. I mean, one thing I didn't like, like, this is HBO, right? Like, they're supposed, this is supposed to be like, you know, premium adult quality content. And it, they still do that trick where, like, you know, it's smash cuts kind of to the morning and Cameron's wearing boxers and both of the prostitutes are wearing lingerie. And it's like, okay, if you had a threesome and, like, the implication is they had sex all night, like, mm. you know, they're not going to put on their, their underclothes, like, right mm. before. You know? Maybe. So,
0: why I don't might, know. Like,
1: the, the HBO is, cap- is capable, right, of showing nudity. But no, why, yeah, why would you yeah,
0: put on your underwear? That, like, maybe you wouldn't.
1: I don't I don't you think don't want to
0: so. be seen naked yeah. like I think there's like you don't want to be seen naked after I,
1: the fact I, right? don't, I don't know maybe maybe if he had to like no I, I don't know this is I, I don't know I, that was just like a very kind of like a cliche TV thing of like 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 network TV right or basic cable where you can't show nudity Um but it's fine like I'll accept it for the sake of the show that like he had sex with them. Ethan is off in the corner somewhere, or he's like in the bathroom smoking a cigarette and like kind of like whatever, like 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 feeling morally whatever, like uh, 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 compromised. But um, then but it was very clever. So Cameron, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I think Cameron, the he had them go into Ethan's room on purpose, not and they didn't do it in Cameron and and, uh, and Daphne's room, and then the next day uh, Harper discovers a condom wrapper hmm. in their room
0: oh so the way oh so cameron cameron directed them away from their own room and went to Ethan's. Oh.
1: yeah yeah and so so that's why harper found the the condom wrapper and i don't know so this is like another interesting element of her character right is like it, it i almost found it hard to believe that she wouldn't because like she seems like a sort of a, a, a strident and like, like full of moral righteousness or something. And so I I figured like, does it make sense for her character to not just like, like throw this rapper in Ethan's face and say, you know, what the hell is this? You know, like, tell me what happened last night. Be honest. Like I don't lie to me. But instead, she like hides the rapper and is just kind of like slowly pecking away at Ethan for the for the remainder of the day, kind of stewing in her own anger and her own suspicions did it make sense to you that she wouldn't just like confront him immediately?
0: I mean, yes. Uh, what was more confusing for me was Ethan, how clueless she's like. I'm gonna ask you again, what happened? And he's just like nothing. And like, okay, she's asking you directly like five times. Like, obviously, she knows something. Like, you you need to you need to do more than just say nothing. Like, he needs to say like Cameron. But I thought where you were going with all this, I thought you were gonna think Cameron was setting up Ethan. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, I, so I think he's he's kind of setting up Ethan, too. So I don't know exactly like I, I still don't have like a good feel yet for Cameron's character. But I think a possibility is that he did that on purpose. Um, he he arranged for the, the prostitute and the little party they had to be in uh, Ethan's room, intentionally left the wrapper there, hoping that Harper would find it. To like basically uh, contaminate their relationship and thereby get Harper to to get revenge on Ethan by having sex with Cameron, oh, um, because because there there are a couple of interesting scenes throughout the the show so far where like okay so so one is when Cameron goes up with with Harper into their room and like changes into his uh, his swim yeah. trunks right and like you know with the door like okay fine Harper was in the bathroom but the door was wide open. He like is clearly in her line of vision with the mirror there and changes in front of her. And then there's the scene where, you know, Harper goes out into the ocean when they're all hanging out at the beach and, uh, and Cameron goes out and swims up and like grabs her foot and is kind of flirty with her and meets up with her and says like, you know, I can tell you don't like me, but you know, whatever, like, like basically tries to, tries to, um, what, like, like, uh, you know, have a, have a, have a nice moment with her. So, so there's like, subtle indications that that harper and ethan have some kind of chemistry cameron might maybe interested in her um and that's, so I mean,
0: that's, it's pretty i mean that's a pretty so I, yeah. I thought it might have something to do with the money the whole point is he's trying to get ethan to like invest his money in, in his thing right so that's like okay i thought maybe that would be something like when you were talking like about like just how would, to do how it, would just that to work to, how would that work with be, the money I, I don't know like i'm trying it's to figure out what he's going to be Maybe he's like, like ethan would be so upset he would just say i don't care about money <laughs> just, I well,
1: I mean, like <laughs> if, if it was about the money it seems like cameron would basically like pull ethan aside and say like because because he did so so there was a moment where uh ethan kissed uh lucia i think for like you know three seconds and then he like you know basically said no like he felt he felt too uh guilty and uh, and so you know, Cameron could have pulled Ethan aside the next day and been like, "Hey, man, like I saw what you did. I saw you kiss that girl. And uh, look, like I'm going to need you to uh, to invest, and we're going to need to make a deal." Otherwise, <laughs> no, it wouldn't
0: be, be, you know, expo- would be that explosive. You know, it would,
1: it sure be, that- would it be a shame if I, you yeah. know, he could have he could have done something like that, or at least, yeah, I, I mean camera doesn't strike me as a particularly smart guy though so both have like both possibilities whether he's trying to like you know strategically get away for to find a way for harper to sleep with him or to like get ethan to invest in his company he just doesn't seem like that <laughs> bri- i mean i get that he's uh he's a successful well, I mean, the, uh, investor would, and
0: yeah, yeah i mean it would, it would screw up his attempt to get ethan's money if he had sex with his wife right so that that could be Unless they don't have a prenup and like she could divorce him and give all the money to, I don't know, uh, give all the money to Cameron. I, I don't know. Um, it's confusing. It seems like this is um – um yeah cameron is a real psychopath i mean if this is this is his plan what if he brought i mean what if he he just wanted he wanted harper and he brought her out there like this whole thing was like not about the money which harper thought it was maybe yeah. about that the whole time that would well, be interesting
1: uh, so so one thing that i find funny is that uh so so early on when uh when the two couples are at brunch or whatever and cameron calls ethan you know like back when we were in college he was the original incel and, yeah. uh, and you see, like, Ethan doesn't have sex with his wife. He doesn't. And, and so um, an interesting, it, it, I, I don't think the show will go in this direction, but it would be kind of uh, an interesting twist if all the bodies that washed up in the beach, you know, the very first scene <laughs> of the show is, uh, is Ethan and Albie like both pulling off some kind of like incel terrorist plot or like Albie takes out uh, Jack and Portia and then Ethan takes out Harper and Cameron, <laughs> like the Chats oh and the Stacys God. and like you know oh what I mean. God. And you uh, you uh, yeah. you I, got I don't it. think they'll do that. I, I think instead, probably what's what's going to happen. So this is my, my my tentative prediction. It's actually it's actually unrelated to the couples. The bodies are actually the uh, the old gay guys who in, who invited Tanya out to their boat. So we haven't gotten to this part yet. But but Greg, right? So Tanya's husband, Greg. The uh, the BLM guy from the last season, the Bureau of Land Management, um, something's going on with him, right? Like you see him like sneak off into the bathroom, having these whispered phone conversations. And um, at one point he says like, oh, no, she's clueless. She doesn't know anything. And you don't know what he's talking about. Uh, but then uh, then he leaves, right? He's like, I just got to go away for two days. He leaves. And then randomly these like, you know, jet setting wealthy gay men invite Tanya out to go yeah. party with them. And I wonder if Greg is arranging something with these guys to basically, like, kill Tanya and take her money, right? Like, that's... But instead, because they're not going to kill Tanya. Like, Tanya's too interesting and entertaining of a character. They're not going to... And it still would be too dark to kill her. But instead, if, like, somehow... In their attempt to kill Tanya, they all somehow die. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I think those are the people who, who the bodies so, are washed yeah, up. So, yeah,
0: Tanya, I mean, at some point they mentioned she's, like, really wealthy. Someone says she's, like, a billionaire or something. She, like, really got a lot of, I think it was something like she was one of the richest or the richest or something. So she's supposedly very wealthy. Clearly, this BLM guy is, like, he doesn't, you know, he's, he's just, you know, and then he starts talking about, oh, you made me sign a prenup. And then, like you know, he's sort of implying. So I thought his plan was more simple than killing her. Oh, just, yeah, get, just uh, get her to te- get up to just. It's more simple to get her to tear up the prenup, and then just you could divorce her, right? She's like, I have to go to work because you know, because of my because of this prenup, you know. So I don't know what's going to happen. So like, it seems like that's his plan. But his plan could be, you're right. It could be also to. You know, you could have a parallel plan to just kill her. Have these gay guys kill her? Because the gay guys, yeah, they did come out of nowhere. Like you're the most elegant woman, you know, you've ever yeah, seen. It,
1: it, like, do gay guys do that. Do gay guys
0: just find, yeah. Do gay guys just find old women and like hang out? Like maybe they do. I don't know. Um, well, there's like, was
1: another interesting scene too, where so Portia is out on the boat with Jack, right? The nephew of one of the gay guys. This 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 uh, kind of British guy, you know, this uh, Lothario. And he says, like, yeah, you know, it's nice to have someone, you know, my age around here because, uh, you know, usually all these guys, when, when, whenever we go out, like, they're just inviting old hags, like old. Yeah, old, old, you're right. Hags.
0: What is that? Yeah, and what is so that?
1: Think, okay, there is like, is, is that what they do? Like they like arrange deals to like, you know, to 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 assassinate rich women so that their husbands or family or someone can. I mean, maybe this maybe seems it's, maybe it's
0: simpler. Maybe, maybe they somehow. Maybe that
1: they far-fetched. somehow
0: yeah maybe somehow they befriend her and they convince her to like tear up the prenup or something they convince her to do something like to but head then, over the
1: who are the bodies you know like well, we don't know died. yeah this is the, it's more than so, one which is interesting right like so, so this is the um
0: so this is yeah this is the i mean so this is another way obviously it's uh uh similar to season one season one uh, and starts with someone you know dying I, I wonder if that's gonna be every every uh season like just somebody dies like the white Lotus is just, is just cursed, but yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. Hmm. Yeah. What is going to happen? I don't know. Like it's, it's hard to predict. Like, I don't think you could have predicted season one. Like it was going to be the, um, you know, uh, it was going to be uh, spoiler alert again. It was going to be the hotel guy, right? It, it's just like, there's nothing. It just happened to go crazy. And, uh, and, uh, you know... There was a the thing
1: and, indicating right, like you, you, there, like all the way up until the final episode, you, you like there was almost, almost no. Think it was a douchebag because you know,
0: the the wife is, you know, the wife is sitting there like crying, and you think it's, you think it's her, and you think yeah. it's her
1: right? Yeah, there's uh, no way you could predict that it was Armand. It would be funny if this, <laughs> if this season, it was, uh, you know, the, the same analog for each character doing the same, mur- like like basically, Cameron murders Valentina with a knife. Like, right. you know, it's just always the uh, douchey white guy killing <laughs> <Yeah. getting
0: laughs> the <whole situation. laughs>
1: but no, i don't think that would make sense i i think it's going to be like uh i, I don't know how it's going to happen like if the police show up and no but they were they, it couldn't be the police who kill them because they they're literally like washed up in the ocean um these bodies was it daphne who discovers the bodies yeah, yeah. in episode one so it seems so daphne would be clue like it, it can't be cameron then because she would well, I mean, know he could
0: have gone somewhere and yeah i mean he could have uh, i mean he could have gone somewhere busted, and died.
1: yeah Possibly, yeah. yeah I, I have a feeling it's going to have something to do with Tanya, though. But, but yeah, it's still it's still very you know it's too early to tell. There's going to be seven episodes this season. Last season there were only six. Oh, there's so, only okay.
0: yeah. So, oh, so we're it's, we're approaching we're approaching the end. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll, so we'll
1: watch. Yeah, we'll basically we'll do another conversation after the yeah these final three episodes. But yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's hard to predict for now. Greg seems in Oh yeah, the other thing. Oh yeah. So this was another interesting uh possibility. So so when when Greg and Tanya are having sex in their hotel room and uh and, and Tanya flips out, right? She like suddenly like like pushes Greg off and she's like, oh my god. And he's like, What? And she's like, I had this vision of of men with very effeminate hairstyles. You know, like, 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 you know, rambling on about this. And, uh, and I, and I think that like, there's, there, there have been sort of hints of the supernatural where Tanya goes to the psychic and the psychic is like, you know, saying bad things are going to happen to you. And Tanya like, you know, says, get out of here. You're being very negative. And, uh, and then she has that vision when Greg is having sex with her of like, you know, gay, like effeminate men with, ha- with you know, ha- these hairstyles. That's like, you know, is, is she not just talking about like these gay guys on, on the boat, these rich gay guys who invited her out? I think like she's having these visions. Uh, the psychic is, is, uh, is also um, signaling that something something is going to happen to her or something around her bad is about to happen. So this is yeah this is like another piece of evidence that something something's going on with Tanya later in the show and that's where these murders come in. Um what's uh what's going to happen I think with with uh, with, with Albie is uh that he's so, so earlier I said like he's either going to be unwoke or dead. <laughs> and the reason I said that is because like he's he's basically going to learn his lesson, right? That like you can't really behave this way and expect to find a girl who's attracted to you and uh and and portia is basically going to uh to like help him uh uh discover or like illuminate this 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 understanding and uh and, and you know maybe, maybe he'll uh maybe, maybe he'll be tricked into like mar- like luce will trick him into marrying her bring mm-hmm. her back to california and mm-hmm. then she's gonna run away yeah. and you know become, yeah she always uh, says you know, i
0: want to i want to be in uh yeah, yeah i want I to always yeah, she yeah. says it to anyone who, yeah, anyone from California. That's right.
1: I've always wanted uh, to go there. I think she's going to trick poor little Alby, naive Alby, into marrying her and yeah. bringing her back. Yeah, maybe he, maybe Albie, Okay, here's yeah. an idea.
0: Maybe Alby tries to outcompete uh, the guy, the, uh, 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 the the Jack or whatever his name is. They go. They he challenges him to sw- a swimming contest, and he drowns. Well. You know, ironically, he drowns while trying to prove his manhood, or they both drown. I don't know. It wasn't just yeah. one or two people, right? I thought that when they, at the end when they go to the uh, the uh, the lady Valentina, is that what what is that what Valentina? Yeah. yeah. Like, they say there's many, don't they say there's many?
1: There's many, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, many. And I, it's gonna be. It's gonna be those, yeah, uh, the gay uh, those guys. rich gay, gay men. Me
0: yeah those rich gay men are all, like tanya's gonna fight them off they're gonna like try to throw her in the ocean and she's just gonna like dock and like you know just push them uh push them all off off the uh whatever yeah yeah it's very yeah. right she yeah because the gay guys try to take her to this island with this old swedish widow you know like it's open to the public it's like oh you should come right yeah why is uh yeah why is jack always hanging out with these uh yeah got old guys who are just with uh uh, yeah, who are just with older women. You're right. There is something.
1: I guess another you know, very, plot very, twist would be Jack is the one who saves them somehow. Where like Jack falls in love with Portia, and uh and knows the plot, right? Like he knows what's going on, but for some reason Portia just wins him over, and he's like, "I can't let them kill you. I can't let them kill Tanya," and no, uh, and like rebels fun. against his uncle.
0: I don't know, so uh, Jack yeah, does not yeah, strike uh, me as that kind of guy he seems like a soccer
1: either. Kind of but you know as a, as, a, as a plot twist that's that's one possibility because like who like who else is in like, I don't know like the mafia or something like who's gonna come in and save Tanya unless it's like a freak accident somehow I don't know I know I, I, this show can orchestrate something where somehow like Tanya and Porsche manage to to kill you know four or five guys or something at once just even if it's just <laughs> by accident um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what a is, possibility. Uh, that's I want to know where they filmed with, uh,
0: this. What's though. With so, they they came they came to uh Sicily to like see his ancestral village. Did they already do that? Did they they finish that? Did they see the ancestral village? I don't I, I don't think we got so. they, went, they did the Godfather thing.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't, I, don't, I guess they haven't yet. Um that would be interesting if they visited the ancestral village and like um uh connected with like you know some some kind of uh you know distant family members who are who were connected to uh you know la cosa nostra and those are the guys who saved tanya um (laughs) that would be that would be a cool twist too i mean there's three episodes they 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 pack like a lot of story into a a short amount of time um yeah and there is that godfather element uh michael imperioli right like christopher moltesanti's in the show so it, it would be not too totally surprising if um if they brought in some some sort of criminal criminal aspect like that in,
0: yeah, I mean it's yeah this because the mafia was the ones who went after the Swedish video. Yeah, I don't know if I like Mike Michael Imperioli in these these older scenes. I don't know. I don't know if he's a great he's a very interesting character. I thought he was compelling when he was young and he was Chris. Now I don't know. I I, I just don't think he's very. Compelling. I remember the first time.
1: Did you ever watch? Uh, did you ever watch Californication uh, no. on Showtime? Yeah, that was the first time I, I saw Imperioli in a in a non Sopranos role, and he had he had like yeah completely white hair or like gray hair, and I remember I saw that and I was just like shocked, and, uh, and yeah I did I did like it right like I like him as Chris like the accent the 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 mannerisms even the yeah. walk yeah everything about him was just like very well um it was just yeah very studied and very um like you could tell that he all, he, this, he, all the Sopranos characters
0: were like that this is what made this show yeah. so great Tony. Polly, um Polly was like a real mobster apparently Um yeah so so i mean these guys were just these guys were perfect these guys were right out of right out of central casting um yeah the, uh, i mean he's not really doing
1: much though right like i mean i've seen like if you, uh, you uh, yeah i know you, you haven't seen a talking sopranos right the the podcast that he did with um the bobby Bacala character but yeah, he's just mm. like a very like when he's not in the Chris role, like he just almost seems to be playing himself. He's just like a very reserved, kind of quiet, uh, thoughtful guy. At least that's my yeah. impression of Imperioli as a as a you know just as a person when he's not acting. And like in this show, he's kind of like that too. He's just mm. kind of subdued. Like I guess like the the sex addiction and the cheating kind of gives it's like an attempt to make him more interesting. But yeah, he's um you know he's not he's not the most interesting character even among the three. Um, the three generations, right? Like Bert and Albie, in their own way, are, are more interesting to watch than yeah. uh, than, than Dominic. Well,
0: Albie was reading a book, and I was trying to see what it was, and it just had the back cover, and the back cover was like these big bold letters that didn't make uh they didn't make any sense. It was like Doctor or something. Like I couldn't make it out. Did you did you did you see this? When he was reading at the beach, when he was waiting for a yeah. See, yeah. I always freeze it, and I, I try to I try to look okay. up the, the books. Yeah, look at look at the book White
1: Lotus. Uh let's see. Remember
0: let's... we we did this with the books last uh
1: yeah uh, last year too. Let's see. Uh okay. White lotus books are there to be judged by their cover, okay? So is this Yeah, cuz somebody's reading Blake. Yeah, Who was reading Blake? They're reading in, uh... and Somebody was oh, reading. Yeah, that, was, that was the, the, the douchey Cornell guy, which is like,
0: and the woke girls were reading Freud. And what was the other one? It was some other philosopher.
1: Uh, uh, philosopher Derrida I and yeah, Jacques yeah. Derrida. There was someone else too. Like one of these other kind of like uh, post-structuralist philosophers. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything about like what books are in season two. Um, books in yeah. season
0: two, uh, white Lotus. Yeah books on the white lotus
1: Hmm. there's a lot of stuff on season one
0: here's one here's one from slate that's about season two appears that okay he's read. yeah i found it the architect of closed worlds or
1: okay what is
0: the power of shit right so it was what what is the power of shit is on the back cover so let's google what this book is
1: oh no this sounds so dumb
0: Uh, Uh, well that would that would fit the character (laughs) What do, uh, what do outer space capsules, submarines, and office buildings have in common? Each was conceived as a closed system. A self-sustaining physical environment demarcated from its surroundings by a boundary prohibiting the transfer is a partial… Uh, so this is like a… Um, what is trans this? Trans documents, of this, a trans rise of a new environmental… Okay, so it's like, it's postmodern, left-wing uh gibberish by a professor of archi- a female professor of architecture at uh <laughs> uh you know red cellar polytechnic institute okay so you, you get legit. the idea
1: you get okay the, yeah you, from you, the space program you... to countercultural architect groups experimenting with autonomous living oh so this is like uh like is this like how to set up a like a cult or a commune or like?
0: Mm, what? i don't think so i think it's more uh
1: Closed worlds. Interesting. A genealogy of self-reliant environments. Glo- oh, okay. Well, this says contemporary discussions about global warming, recycling, sustainability. So, yeah, something, this,
0: has something, this book is something about sustainability. Uh,
1: okay. That, that, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that makes, that yeah, fits his character.
0: So, yeah. I, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're supposed to. It's so funny that it's like these guys, like you who made this show. I mean, I want to look, I want to look into the producers, but it's like they love the Godfather, right? You could tell they're just like anti woke, like Generation Xers, right? They're like, oh, love the Godfather, like. These you know, these young people they don't appreciate it. they just always like about how woke suck, about how wokes like have a bad understanding of relationships and sex. I'm wondering if it's really like Andrew Sullivan or if it's Nietzschean. If it's Nietzschean, I think it's much more interesting. I, I think that, that I think that there there could be you know that could be that could be part of it. I, HBO I has
1: it. been very good lately with uh, right, like with with Succession, which uh, did you see the the do, do you you don't watch previews though you don't watch trailers but they they just dropped the no. new trailer for the latest season trailers. of Succession looks really good, um, but that's like another show that is um, you know that, that that you don't have to try too hard to to view the show through a more right wing lens a more yeah. sort of Nietzschean or at least like. Whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, non woke, politically neutral, something, right? Realistic, and some might say, yeah. um, White Lotus is like this too. So in a way, like HBO has been like surprisingly good with this, and and of course, like the show, you know, will we'll always reference is The Sopranos, which is like you know the 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 sort of the, the iconic kind of show like this of like prestige TV that uh, takes a. Yeah. A sort of a well, Nietzschean yeah, right-wing what Steve
0: stance. Saylor says, "I mean, about Hollywood is like basically the movies are more right-wing than you think because they're appealing to human nature. I mean, there's there's a market there. It's not like a professor of post you know, postmodern modern studies who could just write any garbage and yeah. Supported by I've seen you I've seen
1: Saylor write about like like directors and and showrunners and like how you know you almost have to be like 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 uh, instinctively right-wing to like to to create a project like that, like that kind of yeah. vision." for for like world building and everything yeah this, so, is, an, an, yeah. this is
0: sort of andreason's an point uh too although he says we don't get these Nietzschean shows but i you know we're arguing sort of sort of we do the uh um, yeah. silicon valley i don't know silicon valley over but that was mike judge that was also had a pretty right wing i wonder where that is now is my is silicon valley still on let me see did you ever watch it
1: i i've never watched it but i've heard a lot of good things it's
0: very good. I stopped watching a few seasons ago. Okay, it's still on. Um, oh no, it concluded in December uh, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so yeah, I, I stopped watching it uh, 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 like one or two seasons uh, near the near the end. But yeah, it's another one too. It's Mike Judge, obviously King of, King of the Hell of Beavis and Butthead. So it's uh, you know, it's an Idiocracy. So it's that's also um, it also has sort of a right wing or politically neutral tilt. So. Yeah, I think that this one is more explicit. This is what is more explicit than most. I mean, this is something that Andrew Sullivan can write an essay about. Oh, this is the this is the backlash to to wokeness. Are you? I mean, are you in touch with pop culture? So I don't know. Like, I I, I try to like find what like the pop songs are and try to listen to them. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get into TikTok. I need to find out what sort of the culture. Did you see the Did you see the pretty boy swag? The TikTok. Uh, they were the politicians right you didn't see this thing where there was this meme where it was like these uh democratic politicians like there was one with bernard Rourke where there's like one person dancing and then like the next person dancing and there's like this uh this uh, song called pretty boy swag do you know what this is i
1: have no oh. idea
0: all right it's too it's too complicated to explain right now but it's uh it's like <laughs> it's like this Dude. rapper who's just about like you know banging like you know Chicks with big hips get in my car. But it's like all these Democratic politicians are, like, dancing along with it in TikTok videos. Beto O'Rourke, Gretchen Whitmer, uh, uh, Tim Ryan. This was, this was during the campaign uh, season. Um, and so uh, I guess the point is, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where sort of the, the culture is. I'm trying to sort of figure it out about consuming tons of pop culture, like, you know, you are when, you sort of, when you're young. But I don't know. Like, do, do you have an impression of sort of where things are going?
1: No, I I can't bring myself to watch TikTok. It just seems way too addictive. I guess now you know I have more more time uh, since you know since since I finished up my PhD, I do have a bit more time. But I just know, like I've heard so many stories. Like I've heard the story from more than one person now, where they say I'll I'll open TikTok and I look outside and it's like you know it's it's sunlight, and then I look I open TikTok and I look up again and it's completely dark. Like I've heard that story from, and it's like, (laughs) it's very easy to lose your life in 15 second videos. Um, And I, 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 that's, that's, that's probably what would happen to me. Um, So like I would need to have like some kind of self-binding mechanism to like, you can watch like 20 minutes of TikTok.
0: Yeah. What I thought, what I thought I'd do it is just uh like, uh, doing it as an experiment, like just spending an hour on TikTok and then like writing about it, like writing a, writing a post about it, just see like where the algorithm, like it's, it's going to find my deepest desires and it's all going to, you know, where it's going
1: to take. Dude, me. didn't, that, that uh, me the, 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 post on, uh, on common sense, Barry Weiss's Substack about how, you know, the, the idea that TikTok is digital fentanyl. I think that's, that sounds right to me. Cause even people I know who, who ordinarily have good self-control conscientiousness, like even they, <laughs> Like have to structure their day to avoid TikTok because really? they have it and get sucked into it. So, and for some people, like they, they know how to how to well, like weaponize it or utilize it to their advantage. Like I know people who have like they've built like very large TikTok followings, um, but they're they're but that's because they're sort of like turning their addiction into like a, a profitable um, enterprise, which is like you know I guess that's that's an option, but I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, it's, I, TikTok is too weird for me.
0: I, I tr- I Was I've been on it like a little bit? Like, no, I never got sucked in. It was just like okay. I saw a pretty girl, and then I would like go, go to it, and then it would give me another pretty girl, and I'm like, okay, I like looking at girls, and that's like, <laughs> you know, it's told me that, and. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe I'm I, like, what do what do people get addicted to? Like, that's to me what I would get. Think I would get addicted to. But you know, there's there's that everywhere. I don't need TikTok for that. So, like, what are people getting addicted to?
1: What's scary though is that like I've seen stories of uh, like like Gen Z, uh, who use TikTok instead of Google search. We're like, you know, oh, they, they want to know the um the, the population of Sicily instead of just googling what's the population of Sicily. <laughs> they'll go to TikTok and search what's the population of Sicily, and some like TikTok influencer who's like an expert on on you know European geography and and demographics. Yeah. Like they, well, they'll, they'll just they'd rather watch a 10-second video of an influencer saying you know the the uh, the population of Sicily is. They'd rather watch a video of someone telling them rather than just like skimming a Wikipedia page. That's like hmm. that's mind blowing to me, and that might be like one of the sharpest divides between millennials and Gen Z. Is like so let me let me
0: look let me see what I get. I, I'll I'd put, put in
1: rather skim a Wikipedia Biden's,
0: page. Biden's mother's name. Let me see what I get when I do this for for TikTok.
1: Oh my god,
0: <laughs> something I would Google. President Biden speaks about Marjorie Taylor Greene. What is Biden's mother's name? Look, there's just a blank black screen that says, "What is Biden's mother's name?"
1: Okay, so what what happens if you click it?
0: Well, I, get, I get i get i get i get hip-hop
1: <laughs> i get hip-hop with a
0: black screen all right
1: all right nice
0: all right well it doesn't answer my question but somehow what, what, what the
1: all right there we go all
0: right, all right we got, so, we've got to, we're old we've got to we're old now we got to figure out how this, how
1: this i'd rather years. be old and like have my my attention span or what remains of it right like i think millennials you know our, our attention span is like pretty fried but gen z is just like they are so you know i i think like like uh, the porsche character was to me at least a fairly accurate an honest representation of, of Gen Z, you know, maybe more so Gen Z women, but just like super anxious, super self-conscious, like addicted to their phone, uh, yeah. you know, just um, like, like unsure what they want. Uh, so she, in, in a way she's also sort of that, 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 that um, a, another version of like, you know, the hyper neurotic woman, young woman of like, you know, worried about herself, more so worried about herself than the world. I think there's like a, there's like a, a gradual shift, right? Where like, you know, when you're, when you're a, a, a young neurotic woman, it's like self-consciousness and then you sort of age out of it and then, and then become Harper where it's like, suddenly you become freaked out about you know, the political situation in the world. And that's what consumes your time. You know, once you're married, once you find someone settled down, now you need to direct that, that anxiety towards the world instead of towards yourself. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, man, let's, uh, we should, we should wrap this up and, uh, and we'll do uh, we'll do the next three soon.
0: Okay, we'll see you next time, Rob.
1: All right.